A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online. So any small business could be a driving force to create change or build an empire. We know old ideas aren't cutting it anymore. So we're calling for a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's up to us to make it happen. Start different at GoDaddy.com. Welcome to 5 to Thrive with Soda Pop Love, an HD Smartcast original. I'm Shraddha, a fashion and lifestyle blogger looking to help you live your best life. From fashion and skincare to physical fitness and mental health. In each episode, I will introduce you to five things you can do to thrive in your life. So, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. HD Smartcast. You are listening to an HD Smartcast original. Hello, ladies. It's been a while, and I've missed coming on here. Apologies for the absence. I know it was unannounced. That's because life happens unannounced. And where have I been? Well, let's just say to hell and back. I just had a stint with the coronavirus. Well, not me personally, but it was in my house and my family caught it. I happened to be the caretaker for everyone. Let me just start by saying the fear is real. If you've been following up on the cases and seeing what people have experienced after testing positive, you can imagine exactly how scary it can be. Now, during this time and in the subsequent weeks, I've come to realize how little is known and understood about quarantining, especially when it's at home. Most people don't realize how necessary it is, how important it is to quarantine the person who is sick and also how to go about it. So I'm here to share my experience and what I learned from the coronavirus. <laughs> now, there are a couple of things that I want to talk about before I get into the five things that you absolutely must do if there's even a hint of someone having corona. First is please educate yourself about the virus. There are actually people out there who are dying. There are actually people who have turned into half their sizes because the virus has just eaten into them. So instead of dismissing it as just a hoax or uh, people hyping it up, please, there are lakhs and lakhs of people in India alone who have caught the virus and a large percentage of them have died. So let's just start there, okay? Secondly, please make sure that you're protecting yourself. If you protect yourself, you will be able to protect the people who you love. I think a lot of us don't realize that our carelessness could mean that we become carriers and infect people around us. This virus is so deadly that sometimes the symptoms don't even show up. You can be carrying the virus, that's what being a carrier means, and you could be infecting people all around you and you wouldn't even know about it. Having said these things, let's get into the five things that you absolutely must do if you even think that a person in your family, in your household or someone around you might have corona. Let's get into it. 
first is immediate isolation okay many times the symptoms do not show up but in case they do if you are sharing your bedroom with someone please move out of the bedroom if you are um in the same household as someone who is having those symptoms they should not be eating food with you they should not be having tea with you they should just be kept in a room and uh, over there they should be the food should be provided to them in disposable containers okay this is crucial because if you don't do that more people in your house could get affected now there are a couple of things to take care of when you're isolating someone a is they should have a separate room with an attached bathroom now this is crucial because if they're coming in and out of that room it makes no sense the isolation makes no sense so please make sure to give them a bathroom in that room having a a balcony or a window would be really nice because there can be fresh air coming in and out which is again very very important okay so b is food now food should be served to them either in disposable plates and containers or they should have their own set of crockery and cutlery in the room where you know they're washing it after every meal and uh, eating from that same plate glass water bottle etc etc now c is very important for you and for the person who's isolated in case someone who's not infected needs to go inside the room or needs to interact with the person who's sick please use gear now these include masks these include gloves and these include face shields okay it is important that you use all this otherwise you're also going to get infected next is when to get tested now it's really really shocking to me but a lot of people who develop the symptoms probably because of social stigma but for whatever reason they refuse to get tested please don't do that okay this is a very deadly virus it's not deadly for everyone i agree but it is it has been deadly for a lot of people and a lot of unexpected healthy people have also succumbed to this virus so if you have the symptoms and the symptoms have lasted for more than 3 days especially if you've had fever for more than 3 days you must immediately go and get tested now the reason for this is that not only will you know how to handle the virus from there on and handle the infected person from there but it is also really important in case of an emergency once you get tested it takes at least 24 hours for the result to come out and we know that the virus is capable of a lot of damage so in case there's an emergency where the oxygen has dropped or there's some other issue that's happening the fever is too high and you have to take them to the hospital the doctors there will not be able to give the correct medicine to your family member who has been infected unless and until they know what the virus is or what is causing them to be sick so if you already have your covid result you will save many 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 precious hours 24 precious precious hours in that situation and they will be able to get immediate treatment so please the first and foremost thing to do after 3 days is to get them tested please don't worry about social stigma it is a worldwide problem and it is ridiculous if you are thinking that your life or the possibility of you know some sort of a danger is less important than what your neighbors are going to think or what your relatives are going to think now the third point and i realize this is going to be very difficult to implement for a lot of families but if you have an option please exercise it immediately which is that all at risk family members should leave the house they should move in somewhere else 
Now by at-risk patients, I mean people who are above 65 years of age or children who are below 10 years of age. It also includes people who have had some sort of an illness or are suffering from an illness right now. So this could include diabetes, cholesterol, anything that has made you sick, anything that has you on medication for a really long time. All of these weaken the immune system. So they are more likely to get infected and more likely that the COVID infection will infect them and affect them extremely dangerously. So in my house, when my family was infected, my nani was staying with us and immediately we packed her up and we sent her off to stay in her old house. It hadn't been lived in for many months, but we had people who were there who were looking after her and we made sure that she was, you know, settled in. And for one month, she's been there. Now, I understand that this is not something that can be exercised by everyone. So please consider if you have a family member, if they're close, if they're distant, whether they can move over there. Or else, if you can afford it, you can also consider moving them into a hotel. These are extremely, extremely susceptible people. And if the virus infects them, I'm once again saying that it can be disastrous for them. So please take care, move them out of the premises of the house and keep them safe. Now, the fourth point is when to hospitalize. I know it's a very scary thought, even for us, when my family members were infected, this was a constant struggle to keep in mind. Now, a few parameters that you can keep track of while the person is sick would really help in this matter. As soon as someone has the COVID symptoms, you have to monitor their fever for the next three days. After the COVID result comes positive, they should continue monitoring their temperature. At least once in three hours, they should keep monitoring their temperature. It should not go up beyond 103. If it goes up beyond 103 degrees Fahrenheit, they should be hospitalized because obviously the body is not being able to handle the fever on its own and anything above this would be really dangerous for the patient. That is one point. The second and very important is the oxygen levels. Now we know that the COVID virus directly attacks the lungs. What we don't realize is that the patient because they're either sleeping a lot because of weakness or because they're just sitting around lethargic, the oxygen levels tend to go down and the patient does not realize that. So it is very important to keep an oximeter pulse oximeter with the patient and along with the temperature they should keep checking and monitoring their oxygen levels as well now normal oxygen levels are about 96 to 98 but if it goes to 93 or below you should buy something called as an oxygen concentrator or try to organize for an oxygen cylinder the patient can sit in the room and use these machinery to help keep up their oxygen levels and to support their breathing. If the oxygen level hits 90, then it is absolutely a red alert. You must rush to the hospital and immediately get them hospitalized. Now, if the oxygen level is above 90, then the hospital will not consider hospitalizing the patient because the numbers are so many and the hospital is having to prioritize. So please monitor the levels and when it touches 90, take them to a hospital. Please do not delay this process or become casual or lax about monitoring these two parameters because this blunder has caused so many people their lives. Either due to lack of knowledge or because of a casual attitude, they have not checked their temperatures, they have not checked their oxygen, they have not gotten tested and these things are the ones that cause people so much of damage to their bodies and so many people have even died because of it. So please take care of these points.
so the last point is something that i have not seen people talk about is what happens after what happens after the two weeks of a person being sick now um the two weeks is going to be subjective because it depends on when the symptoms came down ideally within the first 7 days the danger has passed and after that the body is just recovering but if not if it's been more than 10 days then you should consider increasing the isolation time to 3 weeks this is just because the virus has been so active in the patient's body that there is a chance that they could infect others as well but if within the first 7 days the symptoms have come down then after 2 weeks the patient is free to come out now a lot of people wonder whether they should get tested or not get tested um the popular opinion of doctors is that you should not get tested you should just isolate the patient for 2 to 3 weeks and that is enough this is because if you do test the patient after this isolation period there is a chance that the test could show a false positive result which means that the virus is not active but the test is still shown positive that's because i guess because there are dead virus bodies that are going around in the blood stream or in the saliva and that shows up as positive but the virus is not active and the danger has passed and the infectivity has also passed so you can rest assured so that wraps up the five points for what you should do if someone in your family has corona i did not get into the medication because i think since it's a new disease the medication is still evolving and the doctors are still understanding how to deal with it so it would be best if you go with whatever your doctor advises lastly my advice would be this and i know that i've said this many times over the episode it is a very deadly virus if you're healthy your body will be able to fight it but if you're not then there are chances that it could take a serious turn my family thankfully had very mild symptoms and they have all recovered and are back to their prime of health we are very very grateful to god for that but if you do happen to get the virus or someone in your family does happen to get the virus then please take care of all the points that i have mentioned please educate yourself something that i've started saying once uh, corona came into our lives is that prepare for the worst and hope for the best that will really hold you in good stead i hope you all stay safe and healthy and i will see you next week with another brand new episode of five to thrive bye so that's it from me If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to like the podcast, share it with your friends and subscribe to my show to stay up to date with all the upcoming episodes. There are some fun ones lined up. To listen to more interesting podcasts about various topics, do log on to htsmartcast.com. And you can also share your thoughts and suggestions about today's episode on Instagram at the rate soda.pop.love. and twitter at the rate soda underscore pop underscore love or at the rate hd smartcast on instagram facebook and twitter i'll see you guys next week with a brand new episode bye this was an hd smartcast original hd smartcast I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series Raising April. It's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear. Each week we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, 
Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.